0: Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said, we're about to be unapologetically,
1: undeniably black. Enjoy.
0: So, um... I've been, you know, been nibbling, dabbling kind of looking around on Clubhouse um as of late and, and I came across a room that was interesting that I, I want to kind of bring, you know, here to the Black Man Thing podcast. So, I just got one question. Are black women being mistreated by black men? I think <clears throat> to a certain extent
1: um that's a good possibility. Um I mean, it is and I think that social media has a lot to do with it. Um, a lot that you see that's going on than ever before. I mean, I'm sure things like this has been going on, but when the level of dif- disrespect is uh, more available for you to see on a day-to-day basis, you really get a chance to see how the disrespect is between black men and black women. Um, I mean, it's, it's something you see a lot now. Um, it's, and it's, you get desensitized to it because you see it so much, um, which is the unfortunate part about the whole situation.
2: Yeah. I like, I, I love that you brought up like social media with that. Cause I wonder if that, I, I feel like that almost both heightens the issue and also desensitizes us to it. Right. Cause I mean, let's face it, like everybody on, on clubhouse for instance is a, is a, An expert, right? You know, I mean, people get in there in in those rooms, man, and I mean, it's just the egos in that place is 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 baffling, (laughs) it's mind blowing, you know. But I think what tends to happen is, just with social media in general, people feel almost privileged to say whatever they want to say, you know. Or, and I'd even go even further to say, like, they were probably they're probably saying stuff that they really wouldn't say. You know, like like you the, mean like in, in front of other people? In front of other people. I got you. yeah, like like it's almost like you know, I mean, folk be on their flexing. You know, they, they 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 be on there just kind of being who they really aren't. You know, um, yeah. because I, I I guess they feel privileged to do so. I feel like your question though also um, is not just social media. I I think it kind of speaks deeper to, um. I would say probably just the ongoing issue in general. I mean, we obviously, you know, know that women are just, you know, they're mistreated in general, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they we live in a, a culture of society where they tend to uh, be put on the back burner. They have harder, uh, you know, chances or harder opportunities. Um, it's harder for them to get the opportunities is what I'm trying to I say that, that, that men get in general. And then especially black women, you know, um, I mean, we see it all the time in the entertainment industry. We see it in, you know, probably their family structures. Um, so just as a whole, you know, the answer to your question is, I think is a resounding yes. Um, I think it's women, period, that are, that tend to be mistreated. What tends to happen with this conversation is it starts this back and forth. And that's kind of like, I've seen some stuff like that on Clubhouse too, Jay. And it's crazy because I think men start feeling like, black men, you know, for even start feeling like, Mm. you know, they don't want to be berated by any topic like this. And I feel like that, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, so do you feel like it's, um, it's one of those things where people jump on a defense automatically just, just because it's almost like you feel attacked. So your natural, um, Reflexes to defend yourself, as opposed to try to find a,
2: you know, a low solution. key. I think that that is the ongoing issue. Period. I think there's mm. so much back and forth because people get so defensive about this topic, and black men versus black women versus black men versus right, black right, women. Right, right. It just it goes on and on and on, back and forth. I said in, in, in one of those conversations, and just listen for like five minutes, and it was just crazy that there was really no, um, no empathy in the room, you know? Mm,
0: mm. Um, yeah, 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 no, that's what...
2: and I, I think that's what tends to happen. Like, I, I think, you know, uh, me and my wife end up kind of, uh, I guess of late, we've kind of had a lot of conversations about this type of stuff, more so the weight that, you know, Black people are dealing with, period, you know, from our, you know, centuries of oppression and, and so on and so forth, and the differences between the oppression that women are feeling versus the oppression that men are feeling, And they're different. Right. It doesn't mean that either one is maybe less heavy than the other, um, but we all we dealing with different things. I can speak from a man's perspective, though, and I feel like what I've seen in men. Is A lot of pain. You know, harped on our life, you know, as a black man, A, a lot of Just a lot of Um I don't know, man, just a lot of oppression on us, you know, over, over, over the years. And we just tend to pass down our hurt. Right. Like, you know, I mean, we, we think about, you know, those stories that we heard where, you know, Papa was a Rolling Stone. He had another family or he beat on his wife or beat on the kids. I mean, we've seen like, you know, um, popular examples of it. You know, everybody thinks about like a Joe Jackson or, or Ike, or, you know, right, right, I mean, right. you think about these these situations that you see in general. at the end of the day at the core that person is some very very deep hurt yeah i think black men in the black community have been deeply deeply hurt unfortunately the first person they probably tend to unleash that stuff on is is their woman or are the women in our community while at the same time um having mothers having sisters and i think we end up getting on the defensive because i heard actually a guy defended like this yo i i got know i got a black woman mom i got a black black sister and the the ladies in the room went in on him they were like no um then you shouldn't be talking to us like that you know Mm, that's real Uh i don't know It's, it's interesting
1: how much do you think that insecurity plays a role in how men treat women as far as them feeling secure in themselves they look at the woman as the lesser being so it's easier for them to unleash whatever it is they're dealing with upon the woman.
0: I think, I think that's, that plays a, a huge role in it. Um, the insecurity factor is definitely there. Like we can't deny that, that that's, um, it's apparent, honestly, it's apparent. And it's one of those things where I think a lot of times men or um, well, black men in general, we don't understand, have a true understanding of insecurity Um, and because we don't have a true understanding of insecurity, it's so easy to be insecure about the smallest of things. Mm -hmm. Right. And and if you want to just look at it and just use something that we talk about on a regular basis is like, you know, finances, right. Growing up, whether it was in your household or if it was around friends or other people, there's, I can't find somebody that did not hear a story of the commonality of, the man is supposed to, you know, be- bring home the bacon in a sense, yeah. right? Like the the, the guy yeah. take care of breadwinner, and the breadwinner, and that is something that's systemically was placed in our head that we automatically equated to um, finances, right? Mm. And and I heard a couple of um, different analogies. I was watching uh, this one podcast called I Am Athletes uh, with. Um, Brandon Marshall, it's like ex-football players, and they're just talking about, um, you know, just their their journeys. And Hugh Jackson, he was a, a former coach of um, the Bengals, and he, he coached a couple other teams. He had made a statement, man, that was so profound. It was just like, you know, the man is the head, right? And mm-hmm. you know, we we can't forget it. We can't deny it. the man is the head. It was like, but the woman is the neck. And the one thing that you can't do is move your head without a neck. You know what I'm saying? So it's Mm -hmm. kind of just equating that to understand that like, yes, you might be the head of the household, but the woman is that much important. Meaning that without her there, you really don't have anything to quote unquote manage or, you know, be the head of, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of expressing (laughs) just how important the woman is, but that insecurity piece is is so key, bro, because, Mm -hmm. um, you know some of us had bad examples that just call it what it is some of us had bad right. examples um and those that may have had good examples didn't have conversations about those good examples so all you did was kind of went off of what you saw but no one told you that this was the thing to do so you kind of went out there in the world kind of going on your own and without having those conversations with you know your father or a father figure right whether it was a good example or a bad example that communication barrier was not present and so i think all of those things are are key we got to learn to communicate better and and i'm saying this like this is me too because i'm i i'm 10 times better of a communicator than i was but i'm just learning now just you know what stop trying to protect so damn much and just say what's Mm -hmm. on your mind and then deal Mm -hmm. with what happens after that because that's all it is it's just for me, I can only speak for me, but for me, when I hold back, it's only because I'm trying to protect or think that I'm trying to protect my wife or others. Right. right. And man, you're like, when you just say what's on your mind immediately and just like learn to deal with whatever comes from that, it, it makes you a better friend. And it makes the relationship, whether it's, you know, a, a marriage or boyfriend, girlfriend, or a homeboy, like, a home girl, it makes that bond that much tighter because you kind of like living with a no filter type process so um but that's something that's very difficult to do
1: yeah i agree with that because it's been times where a female will say just just say what's on your heart or say what's on your mind and at the same time you're thinking i want to say what i want to say or what i'm feeling or thinking but at the same time i know if this come out the wrong way it's going to hurt you in the end so <clears throat> I'd rather just hold back a lot of what I want to say It goes back to what you're saying about, you know, yeah. just, just speak it and then just deal with the consequences. But that's insecurity too,
0: right? Yeah. Like, just what you said. Like, that, that's that right. small piece of us worrying about the outcome is
2: insecurity. So that's it's, it's
0: amazing that you said that, like, that's what it is, bro. <laughs>
2: that's exactly wonder, what it is. I wonder if, like you know I like naturally you know the the stereotype is that men are more aggressive right um i don't i mean i would say that's that's probably to some degree true until you maybe get in arguments <laughs> i don't mean, I've, I've i've seen some some different scenarios where you know that that may not necessarily always be the case but i just wonder if um if I don't know. I just, I keep going back to our pain, you know, I I keep going back to what we're wearing, but you know what? Another, another factor is maybe how women are in generally portrayed, like, you know, in, in public in media, does that devalue what we see? Does that desensitize us to how we address women, how we uh, appreciate women, how we speak to them, you know, because I mean, I mean, we, we all have probably had, you know, situations and periods of our life or, you know, moments um, absent of maturity, obviously, right, right. you know, where we said, called, you know, spoke to women in completely disrespectful ways. I know I have, you know, yeah. um, I'm talking about the whole nine yards, you know, I mean, you, you say it in your music, you sing it, you go out to the club, you go out wherever you're talking to whoever, you know, you, you have this expectation that you you're gonna get something from them you know, the whole nine yards. And right. at the end of the day, that to some degree is, I think, honestly, put on our Black community, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, the media that we are consuming often is not owned by us, it's not produced by us um, in many ways, or at least at the top level, you know, obviously artists are writing their own songs and different things of that nature. But at the top of those labels, um, those ain't Black people you know, and, and they are making money off of the degre- you know, the uh, degradation of, of our women. Um, but it's also putting a certain mindset in us and maybe how we treat our women. What, I don't know, what are right. your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a good point. Um, I mean, it just goes to like the, if you say, for example, violence, it's like, you know, if kids are brought up on violent movies, violent TV shows, violent video games, when they get older, they can gravitate towards those different situations. It goes the same with how women are portrayed in in media, movies, music, <laughs> or whatever. Um, that kind of influences those who definitely don't really, I mean, quote unquote, know any better, um, to think that that's the norm that, hey, you know, this is how I treat a woman. This is how I talk to a woman. And that's definitely not the way. So um, I think that it definitely, um, of, of affects it a lot.
0: Yeah. Now I agree with that. Um, media. We're, I mean, we're influenced by a lot of things, right? And, and that's part of media itself is is that it influences you without even you realizing that it's influencing you, right? From the way you dress to the way you act, the way you talk, just like you said, more like the expectations, right? I mean, we've all been in that. That, and, and even if it wasn't you, we've all seen men for example, in a club setting, right? We go out to the club, we have some drinks, we see a woman who we might think is attractive and we approach them. And if we shut down or shot down by that woman, we've all seen the dudes just be like, what if you did? And it's just right.
2: like, Probably huh? Be whatever. You, know, yeah. you think about that, like yeah. right? you
0: approach her because you had some interest in her. And now all of a sudden it's F you like that doesn't even make it when you really think, but that doesn't even compute. But a lot of that comes from the, you know, the signals that we're getting in media that says that like, you don't, you know, it's, it's, it's on to the next one in a sense, right? Like the value of of a black woman is not there. And so, um, I think it's a lot of damage that's been done and, and it takes a, it's going to take a while to um, to break those systems. It, it was something interesting. Like, Mo and I, we had a conversation on Clubhouse last week, and um, a woman in there was just like, I felt like her, her expectations of a man just wasn't, um, you can tell that she had been through some things, really, right? And it's kind of like, it's sad on both sides, right? Because her her expectations are are might be a certain a certain standard that she has for herself, but you can tell that she's dealt with dudes who just don't reach that standard. And not even saying that that's a bad standard to have, but it's just mm-hmm. like when you've dealt with so many when you when you've dealt with so many trash dudes and trash women to the point to where when you find something that you that you don't even recognize when something is good or bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like, oh, well, it's always you go off a of feeling like, well, this doesn't feel like this. So maybe it's okay. But then you don't even see the signs of something being bad because you dealt with something that's so much worse. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's right. kind of conflicting, but like when you dealt with worse, it's hard to identify bad. Right. And it's hard to identify great because you dealt with it's so, like you're you're so far to the left or to the right of a situation that it's hard to identify the the medium or the middle. And so people end up in bad situations because they've been dealt so horrible by other dudes and and, well, other, yes, other, you know, men or women, but they've been dealt with so horribly that they can't even identify a bad situation. It's just like, Oh, well, this might be okay. Let's just ride it out and see what happens. And it's like, no, like, if dude playing games with you now, them games are gonna continue to go once you're in a relationship with that person. Right. It's not gonna change. Like, don't expect for this dude to change. He's showing you exactly who he is right now. And you're just choosing to look the other way. <laughs> like, yeah. don't get it twisted. Well,
2: see so that that makes me wonder though. Um, it and this is this is a real question. This is a, a controversial question. I'm sure our listeners probably have a million opinions about this are women do they have some some blame to take for how they're being treated at all and i'm not i'm not asking because i believe one way or the other i'm just i'm I'm really just like what what are your thoughts
1: i think uh i mean it's some when you when you start to settle you um tend to accept things that you normally wouldn't accept so when if a woman is deciding to settle because she figured that that's the best that she can get, then I think that's when the blame starts to come in. Um, because you you know, that it's, it's better, but you choose to go a different route just because you're basically settlement. So mm-hmm. if, 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 if you're dealing with that, then yeah, I mean, I would, bl- I would blame you. That's, that would be your
0: fault. Yeah. I, th- I think there's, I mean, there is a thin line though. But ultimately, I, I believe that we all just have to do a better job of identifying crap when you see crap. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like and, <laughs> yeah, that's and, and that's, I that's a good it. way to say it.
0: I get it, man. Because you know, I mean, okay, being married, I will say what was eye-opening about Clubhouse for me, and that in that that room that we were in, Mo, mm. was that oh, I, it, it, the reality hit was like, oh, yeah, I've been out the game for a minute. Like, the reality really hit <laughs> when I was yeah. in that room because it's like, man, I haven't had to deal with a situation like that in so long that right. it didn't even cross my mind that, wow, like, people are really out here going through stuff,
2: yeah. like,
0: in relationships and or even just dating. And, and it was one that I, I was sympathetic and I had some empathy for, for the, 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 the two Women in particular that were speaking, to, and they, thank you if they do hear this episode, thank y'all for sharing because that was like you didn't have to do that. Yeah. But it made me realize, like, yo, the world is still like the stuff that we dealt with what, a decade ago, like, still going on, bro. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's probably thing. worse. And so, Can
2: as, like and earlier, tell yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> I, see what, see. I, I
0: tear
1: married men all the time, man. Hey, stay on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It worth it. Nothing no.
1: in these streets, man. Nothing in these streets but trouble. It ain't worth
2: it. But and that's crazy. Know, like, Go ahead, Good, bro. Nah, no, I was just gonna say that. That's actually crazy to hear that, Corey. Because it's like, you know, you you would hope and think and wish that there are are a ton of quality people, you know, available for for dating for single people, you know, whether men or women. Um, I promise you, man. The more people I talk to, they, you know, it's it's getting rough out here. Yeah, it, and what I hear a lot is, man, it's like it just
1: you hear a lot from a lot of females. It's, it's they just been put through so much. It, I mean, it's sad, man. Like this, I mean, and, and that that has a lot to do with more so, you know, guys doing females wrong. Um, but it's just they they deal with so much, and it's it's hard for t- it's hard for them to you know believe that you know maybe it's somebody that there that would that won't do me wrong and um mm-hmm. it just i mean it's unfortunate man Some that causes like
2: a cycle right like because i mean if if that's the, if their expectation is almost to be done wrong they go into situations you know it, with a defense up or with the wall up with right yeah you know almost sounded like one of one of the uh you know people that we had a chance to talk to in clubhouse jay where you know, they like, man. Listen, I'm here for for the fun. You know, for the ride. Yeah. Like, I'm I can go have fun by myself. I'm trying to go to Mexico, get laid, blah blah blah. You know, yeah. get drunk. I mean, it's like, I think people end up um, uh, selling themselves short on expectation, or or maybe even compromising themselves even more because they lose hope in what's really out there. All right. Yeah. You
0: know, I I mean. but it, it's like i hear that and it's like man but I, I don't even blame them bro because i mean we have put women in some um unique circumstances and and to flip it women have put black men in some unique yeah, circumstances as well like we are Very hurting true. each other um because of our past that's all it is like so when you when you mention a wall i think everybody comes in with a wall You know, it just, it depends. Like some people wall might be a foot high and some people wall might be 10 10 feet high. So, you know, it just, it it depends, bro. Like, you know, some of us have a lot to break down, right. To get over Mm -hmm. that. Like once, and, 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 you know, it, it depends on the person that you're dealing with. Some, there are some men and some women that are built to withstand the long haul of that wall and chip away. And then there's others who's just like, you know what? I don't need I to build time another wall. Like, the time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so I think the key is is for one, you know, identifying the right person that you need to be with. And and I think for us, the reason why it's so different for us, and we're I'm probably going to show our age a little bit, but our dating, like courtship time and and Corey, i know you can speak better now but and i and i definitely want to hear your perspective but for for mo and myself our courtship time was during an era where we didn't have a lot of we didn't have distractions at our fingertips
2: right that's real
0: right so for us when we were out here like dating to find somebody when we saw them on like you know on campus or we saw them at the mall or wherever we might have you know met someone that was kind of it like you met them there you got their number you talked and then eventually y'all would meet up and go out on a date right (laughs) if I meet somebody like I'm thinking about dating now and Corey you could definitely speak on this but if you date somebody now if I meet you say I meet you in a very conventional way like outside yeah. Before I even have a phone conversation with you, I know everything about you.
2: Yeah, because I'm searching be, be Instagram
0: on social, um, uh, <laughs> social
2: media.
1: You just do a Google search and see what you can pull up. That's wow, that's, wild, that's, that's bro. crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, that's
2: that's that it, is crazy.
1: Yeah,
2: and, and, and it goes, it goes to mention,
1: men and women do it. It's all about how much you yeah, put on. yeah. It's yeah. all about how much you put on social media too. I mean, but even me, I'm not even really on there. But you still can search my name, and you're gonna find something on there um
2: it, here's the caveat half the time what you see on social media is not even a real depiction of what that person is and that's yeah. what i was about to get to because now not only you, you you have a an idea of
0: what that person is about but now you got to decipher if that is that really that person's life is that really what they really are about and man that just seemed like such a headache to me bro like I can't. Hey, I hey, tell you my
1: brother, stay at home, man. Stay home.
0: Bruh. I can't wow. even imagine meeting somebody now going on on IG and seeing that they got like whatever they got on IG. I don't even want to go there, but whatever yeah. they got on IG, then going to their Facebook and whatever they got on Facebook. And then we finally have a phone conversation. And I'm like, <laughs> so what I'm supposed to talk about right now because I've seen everything that yeah. I need to see. And me having the conversation with you, ain't hey, none of this, this don't even seem like the person that's on social media. So where do we go from here? And and I think that that's part of that, that, that mistreating part because now I'm forced to have a preconceived notion of you before I really got a chance to know you. And the flip side is you're kind of the same way because she's looking at your social media too, bro. Like she's trying to figure out who you are yeah. Before we have a chance to actually have a real conversation, so it, man, it's it's tough, bro. <laughs> and we can we go back to the old days, man? Or it's it's far too gone.
2: But it's gone, boy. Clubhouse, yeah, go. clubhouse, it's gone. Clubhouse, popular too. It's gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: gone. <laughs> I mean, you could, but you don't look like an alien out here, like yeah. You could
2: try. Now, you know, okay. So so here's here's that makes me think of something else. So so somebody like yourself, Corey, who you know uh you are living in a world that almost doesn't match you right or I just let's just say that's the case right like like you're somebody who's single in this you know tech, uh, technological age saying man can we go back can I have some real conversation can I meet a person you know organically and have those organic conversations and organic connections like does it does the good guy end up getting the bad end of the stick because of all of this?
1: Um, not necessarily. I mean, because okay. you can find one that's on that same wave. And, you know, they may not be, you know, all on social media or, you know, putting all their business out there. Um, I mean, it's just, you you know, finding that person that's just like that. But, I mean, everyone that posts a lot, they don't, I mean, they're not necessarily the bad person, quote, unquote, bad person. Right, right. Or whatever. right. But... Um, but I mean, it just, just find a compatibility, to be honest. Um, because I mean, I don't even know how to work. I don't have a Snapchat. Um, I don't really know how to work Twitter that much. Um, of course, Facebook or Instagram barely, but I mean, I'm, I already feel kind of behind a a lot of stuff. Let
2: let me be even more blatant about what what I'm getting at. Uh, we live in the age of the Instagram model, right? And so Mm -hmm. here's, you know, a set. a a set of women or or you know just women in general who either look up to those people who want to be those people who you know are are putting themselves out there for all the trinkets you know so on and so forth um and also you know you know post-love and hip-hop era slash you know you want to be the celebrity you know boo slash so on and so forth where you know, I guess women are almost trying to attain a certain status, too. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're necessarily willing to do anything to get it. But my point is, they're also looking for somebody who can give them those things, as opposed to somebody who can, you know, really get to know them, you know, treat them right, that type of thing. That This is kind of where I go. I, I feel like it's back and forth. And, and I don't necessarily, like, sit on one side of the other in terms of whose fault is that. Honestly, I just feel like people looking for the wrong stuff, man. Like, mm, you know, and, yeah. and granted, you know, you, it's not that people that are married have it all figured out. Don't get it twisted. Like, no, no, as a married as a married man, I will, I will tell you straight up. I am still learning how to talk to my wife, like still yeah. to this day, to this day, you know, to like, this, to this, <laughs> to this day, you know, still learning what to say, what not to say. Like JD, you know, spoke about earlier to go ahead and say what you mean. However, you better yeah. phrase it the right way to decipher what she actually means you know the whole nine yards. So none of this ever, I would say, it doesn't necessarily get easier, right? I think you just get to different phases and different periods where you have something new to learn. But I just also feel like there's such a a larger barrier initially for people now because of all the layers that they're trying to obtain that really, honestly, are fickle, you know, just my thoughts
0: no no that's real man I, I think um to to just kind of some summarize um our, our points I think ultimately you know to answer the initial question I think yes we are we are mistreating our black women um I think I don't I mean I don't think that's a blanket statement number one I, I think it is an issue um in in black men and women relationships that there are there has been mistreated. I do want to end kind of like on this though, right? So I, I saw this this it's an old interview by um with with uh, Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. And they were talking and um Nikki Giovanni told James Baldwin, you know, lie to me, right? And he didn't understand. He was like, why would you want me to lie to you? And her her point was, well, you lie at work every day, like you you smile for your boss. And she used she used a term that I I I choose not to use here, but you
2: mm. uh, know,
0: it's it's a word for for a white person, you know, mm. that gotcha. starts with a C. Think about it, yep. you know, whatever. But she said, you, you know, you you smile for him when you're at work, and you don't want to do the work, and you don't want to be there. um you know, you smile for everybody outside, and then when you walk through the door, you frown for me. And I'm paraphrasing; I might be off a little bit, mm. but she basically just said like, everybody out in the world gets the best of you,
2: mm. and
0: then when you come home, I get to I deal get with the worst. all the BS. I get the worst because I'm dealing with everything, all everything that you've held withheld from everybody else. I get. Wow. She was like a lot of me. And wow. It was just like you know he was he was trying to trying to understand just like i don't understand why why not you tell me the lie to you you want the truth from me she was like yeah but if you can smile and be happy for everybody else why can't you come home and do that for the person that you say you love
2: mm. and it's
0: just like man that is that's like, heavy
2: bro <laughs> it's so it's so heavy bro i'll send the link um to the interview but it's we got to revisit like, that one. That's that's another episode in itself right there. Yeah, bro.
0: But it, it was just, it was so heavy and so layered because, I mean, my personal opinion, I don't think she was saying like physically a lot of her, but what she is saying is like, look, show me the same type of respect you're showing everybody else outside, right? And, and you know, because you don't do the opposite. You don't go to work. And tell everybody at work, you know, no, I ain't doing this. Like you don't give them aggression at work. That's just something that don't happen because everybody thinks like, oh, I got to keep my job, right? Mm-hmm. Because we think like, I got to keep my job so I can provide for my family, all of this stuff. But what we don't do is we we just don't come home and be fully loving to our spouses. Mm-hmm. Not saying we don't love them, but you know, we all them came home and just like. Yo, today ain't the day. Like yeah, ain't the
2: day. I just yeah. need
0: I need some I need some time. And it's just like, but you don't do that at work though. Like you walk into That's work true. chipper.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry to bother you. <laughs> yeah, like you, you, it, get it's like it's like, yo, that is so mind boggling, bro. Because like that that I would be lying if I say I haven't had those moments of like happy all day at work and then get home and just mad and don't know why I'm mad. And the reason why you're mad is because you've been pretending All day for everybody else, and so once you get home, you don't have you don't have that that filter no more. It's like you don't have it. It's just like I've been I've been pretending all day. I don't have time to pretend now. You know what I mean? So it's interesting though. Y'all should should check that out. I'll put the link of that. It's a YouTube. It's a long interview, but I'll put the link um, to just that short clip. And and if you want to watch the entire video, you can do that as well. But um, it's it's definitely a profound conversation by Nikki Giovanni and, and James Baldwin. Look, Black Man Think Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Man. We're going to keep growing in. We, we're going to have a few special guests. We'll, you know, we'll wait to see. Um, but that's it, man. We'll see y'all next week. Or the week after that. <laughs> we got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Black Black Men Think 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 podcast.